Welcome to this episode of Consultancy Insights with me, Michael Forsdyke, and me, Ed Pennell. On this episode, we're trying to answer the question, why is sustainability so important right now? So Mike, this episode, it's all about sustainability, but what I want to find out and understand is what actually is sustainability? We hear it all the time, but what does it actually mean? Great question. Um, and I think it, in reality, it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, I think it's very easy to automatically conjure ideas of uh, environmental impact, uh, kind of plastic waste, uh, the need for green initiatives, things like that. Um, but I think if we, if we really strip it back to try and get to the core of this question, sustainability really is about, from a, from a business perspective, how do we keep the lights on? How do we keep our business running no matter what happens? Um, you know, obviously the, the recent global pandemic has been a great example of how things can go wrong at a moment's notice. Um, so from a sustainability perspective, it's, well, you know, how can we develop our business? How can we protect our business? How can we strengthen our business um, so that whatever happens in the future, you know, we, we, we keep on going. You know, I think that's at the core of it. That is, is what sustainability means. Yeah, r- really nicely put, Mike. And um, keeping your business going no matter what happens uh, isn't just restricted to, to something like COVID either. There's many things that have happened over the last year that have impacted organisations and in particular their supply chains, such as the, mm-hmm. the Suez Canal incident, where all of a sudden shipping um, around the world completely completely stopped in a, an environment that was already pressurised. Mm-hmm. So lots of businesses all of a sudden can't deliver on, on what they're promising their clients. So it, it creates a real challenge for a lot of businesses to to find a way to around those problems. Um, but if you can think ahead and plan ahead for the future so to, to make sure your business is sustainable, I guess that's that's a, a, a goal to a, achieve and strive for. And it's something that's really relevant in in today's world for a lot of CFOs and CEOs. Absolutely. And I think the reason with, you know, that great example uh, with the global pandemic is why so many kind of business owners, decision makers are are focusing so heavily on sustainability at this moment in time um, is because, you know, we've seen just the chaos that it causes when things go wrong. Um, I think the real challenge comes from how do we predict what might happen in the future. Um, and I think one of the, I suppose, the uh, the positives, if you can call it that, that's that's come out of uh, the, the, the items that we've talked about there is that not only has it kind of given people a, a bit of a fire in their belly to actually look into these things, but it's actually helped people to kind of look at their supply chain, kind of end-to-end, uh, to identify potential weaknesses, um, to learn lessons from what has already transpired, um, and to then start putting that into a almost like a COVID exit strategy, if you will, um, to really look at, right, how can we embed the lessons that we have learned from these experiences um, into a, a strategy or a plan or, you know, whatever it may be uh, in order to protect their business um, in the long run. Um, and I think that's uh, why, you know, one of the main reasons that consultants can play a really powerful part in helping um, these you know decision makers c-suite executives whomever they may be um, because they can help to fill in some of the missing pieces um, you know they can take their expertise from whatever industry or sector that may be um, and really help to paint a picture for the future of um, you know here's some of the potential issues that you may face in the future um, you know whether that is 
worst case scenarios or whether that is, um, you know, this XYZ legislation is on the horizon, um, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but I think the real power of a consultant comes from helping business owners to focus on the why now because there's so much other stuff going on. There's lots of other priorities. We're all time poor. You know, it's very easy for people in that position to go, well, we, we can deal with that, you know, another time or, or further down the line. Whereas actually now is the time that they should be focusing on sustainability. Um, and, you know, consultants are in a really unique and powerful position to, to articulate and explain and show, here's why you need to be looking at this stuff right now. Um, so I think they can play a really important role uh, in helping businesses to improve their sustainability. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of the biggest challenges for consultants actually is is grabbing the attention of the, the decision makers because like you say, they're, they're going to be struggling with putting out fires left, right and centre within their organisation and and trying to prioritise what's most important is, is quite difficult, especially if you don't know anything about the solution that's being offered or the opportunity that, that's out there. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what I've seen out there is a lot of consultants just hitting their head against the, the, the wall, um, talking about strategies that are perhaps no longer relevant to the decision makers of today. And I think a big part of that uh, as well is as, as new legislation comes into play, businesses are now panicking and, and, and trying to get themselves in line for sustainability from a green perspective so you know actually plastic waste policies things like this that are coming into play for for manufacturing that's that's something that's at the front of mind for a lot of these these decision makers and when you're telling them that they can solve it through waste management you know maybe that doesn't seem like an, an obvious thing for them to do so they'll probably ignore it so I think it's really important for consultants to find a way to actually combine the two sustainability for the business and sustainability within the the environment and and how can those two together make a commercially viable uh, or a, 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 an opportunity for the the decision maker to make a commercially viable decision that benefits the business mm -hmm. i think the uh Another potential challenge to look at as from a, a consultant's perspective, as, as you were sort of introducing there, is sometimes it's the, the, uh, a balance between kind of short-term gains and, and long-term gains or sort of short-term profit versus long-term savings um, and, and trying to help people understand which side of that coin that they, they should be focusing on or, or prioritising. You know, uh, particularly if you're... Um, heels are to the, the flames a little bit and you're just sort of under a lot of pressure, it, 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 I can understand why people might be more inclined to focus on the short term. You know, what are we doing in the short term that's going to help us to just get through the next few months or that's going to, you know, give us the buffer that we need or whatever it may be. Um, I think the challenge for the consultants is going to be working with these decision makers to sort of say, well, you know, I understand the challenges. Um, you know, we've, we've discussed these together. But actually, if we look at this as a long-term strategy or over, you know, whatever that, that time scale may be, um, actually the, the savings or the benefits far outweigh um, some of the, the, the sort of short-term yeah. thinking. So trying to keep that attention, um, you know, getting that time investment from um, the, the sort of business owners and, and demonstrating why this should be such an integral part of their wider strategy. You know, it's very easy to think, well, you know, I'm just interested in the day-to-day -day running of my business. Cool, totally get that. Um, but actually, you know, sustainability is one of these topics that is so crucial 
at the moment, so fundamental to future success um, that it's it's on it's up to consultants to help these people to to really reframe that and and understand how that fits within their overall strategy because it's going to be so important to their future success. So the easy answer for a consultant then approaching a client is just to call themselves a sustainability consultant then, right? <laughs> if that's the key word at the moment and everybody wants, uh, you know, sustainability within their business, be cons- a sustainability consultant mm. or not. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think it, it would be it would be very easy to, to, to sort of do that. Um, and equally on the flip side, um, you know, I think y- you, you may have business owners that think, right, we need a sustainability consultant, specifically that. But... I think the real, you know, kind of power and value of, of consultants is that whatever your area of specialism, whatever industry you work in, whatever sector that you focus on, um, you know, you can help with sustainability. You don't need to be a sustainability uh, consultant to help with sustainability because ultimately if you're able to put in provisions and help develop plans um, that protect uh, the business from unexpected things going wrong, um, if it helps the business to become more adaptable, uh, to become more responsive, more resilient, um, all of these things can help to improve the overall uh, efficiency of the business um, and enable it to respond more effectively to whatever situation may occur in the future. Um, you know, we you know we mentioned earlier about the kind of the missing pieces, um, and I, I think that's um, a, a real asset. Um, from a, a business owner perspective that, you know, I think I, I think it's fair to say that a lot of successful business owners know that they don't know everything. Um, and that's why having external expertise uh, in the form of consultants uh, can be extremely beneficial and powerful um, because it's, you know, it's seeing the things that we don't always see. You know, if, if you've got, you know your day-to-day business inside and out, great. Um, but getting that peace of mind of, an external expert helping to, you know, paint the full picture, fill in those blanks um, and really kind of strengthen and and shore up your defences for the future. Um, you know, I think that, you know, can have some real benefit from a, a sustainability perspective. Yeah, and I think um, in terms of how a, a consultant presents themselves to the clients, I think it's actually really important for them to combine sustainability into whatever it is that they're analyzing or reviewing for them so um, I I saw a fantastic report the other day from uh, somebody who was presenting it and it was talking about um, the the, the CO2 emissions of their vehicles within a fleet for an organization combined alongside you know what that actually meant in terms of cost you know so those two things actually come hand in hand really together and and for a lot of organizations if they see there's a commercial aspect to it that's going to be beneficial to them Mm -hmm. fantastic if they see uh, sustainability is going to be built into that model as well both from an environmental and from a business perspective even better especially when legislation's coming up you know five years time something's going to happen within the the industry or within that category or sector um it really highlights to the client, okay, actually right now is the time to be thinking about this because it's going to happen. Something's going to change anyway. So right now is the time to get ahead of it. 
Next up on Consultancy Insights, we speak with Steph Verviet, a sustainability consultant for future-proofed cities and co-founder of Relief, a company focused on converting green waste into sustainable bio-based products. Let's kick things off by um, finding out a little bit about yourself and, and what you do. Yeah. Right, uh, I'm an um, environmental engineer by education. I've worked uh, as a process and project engineer actually in developing new protein um, as a replacement for um, animal protein, for example. Um, but over the years, I developed uh, or I grew into consultancy. Uh, currently, I'm working for Future Proofed. And Future Proofed is a consultancy firm which we focus on helping both businesses but also cities and municipalities to grasp the opportunity that sustainability has to offer let's say so we truly believe that sustainability brings a lot of opportunities um, both in business but also um, personal for cities for municipalities and we really want to help companies to identify that opportunity and act on it so that they can really use it for their benefit but also in the benefit for all of us Perfect. That's um, a great cause to be working for and, and working towards. So uh, you must enjoy what you do. Yeah, definitely do so. Um, so of course, also personally, I'm very motivated to uh, to let's say move our society and our, our economy to to a more sustainable future. I really believe that um, we will all benefit from this. So of course, just as in a business, working on your own environment already helps a lot in acting. Um, having a bit of a healthy lifestyle, uh, things like that, already does one part. But of course, with what you do, so for a company with the solutions you offer and as a person through the work you do, you can actually have much more impact um, on all things, so as well on uh, all things sustainability. Excellent. I really like that. It sounds really good. So in terms of sustainability then and uh, with the businesses that you work with, um, why should they be considering considering your services right now? What's, what, why now and why not in, in five years time? Yeah, um, that's, that's quite easy. So sustainability, it's not really a choice. Uh, it will happen anyway, and you can either comply or you can be proactive and use it to your advantage. Um, what do we see for our clients? Why did they come to us, for example, uh, to, uh, to use our consultancy services on sustainability? We actually see that there are two types of pressures on, on businesses. Um, on the one hand side, there's inside pressure, there's responsibility. Companies, of course, are aware of the, the problems all over the world, amongst which climate change, and they want to act on it, they want to contribute to it. Um, furthermore, inside pressure from employees, but also future employees, if you want to attract new people, and then you have to offer more than a good paycheck these days, you have to prove that you're a bit of a a future aware uh, company that's, uh, that you see your impact and that you act on it. And on the other hand, there is also large uh, outside pressure on companies. Uh, so from the external environment, uh, look at investors, for example, asking more and more um, questions to their investees on, okay, what is your impact on sustainability? What is your impact on climate? Questions from clients, uh, what is the carbon footprint of a specific um, product I purchased from you? Um, and just compliance overall, of course, and um, regulation more and more. Um, you just have to comply to, to certain legislation on sustainability. So there's a lot of pressure for 
companies to act on sustainability and a lot of different angles to do so. But of course, that doesn't mean that it's a burden or that it's a cost or that it's something you have to do because that is, I feel often the perception a bit like sustainability is a burden. There is no real benefit, but we have to do it because of this outside pressure, because there are legislation and so forth. Whilst actually there are a lot of advantages for uh, companies, just as, as there are advantages on a personal level, if you move towards sustainability. Those advantages can be both on the short term. Uh, um, think about uh, reducing costs very clearly, of course, if you uh, reduce your energy bill, okay, you have less CO2 emissions, but more importantly, maybe for a business perspective on the short term, you reduce your costs. Um, also on, on shorter term, you can um, kind of look to different business opportunities, maybe uh, remodel a bit uh, specific products, uh, invest a bit more in R&D on, on um, less um, climate impacting products or more sustainable products and have a bit of a refocus. On the longer term, acting sustainable or taking sustainability into account, it can, it can help a company to um, to reduce risks, to anticipate risks. Think about, for example, in construction sector, um, materiality scarce, uh, scarcity. More and more materials are becoming scarce. If you reshift your, your uh, business model within construction, you can anticipate that. Or think about the carbon tax, for example, which will affect a lot of different industries. And then the fourth, uh, the fourth benefit or clear benefit is that you can build a certain brand, of course. You can create some brand value if you can if you clearly and transparently communicate about sustainability within your company, you can really set yourself apart, you can differentiate, and you can, for example, attract new talent uh, or create a larger audience um, for your specific products. So you have pressures, both inside, outside, you have compliance legislations, you have a bit of a push, which might feel a bit like a burden, but much more importantly, there is a big pull to really move towards sustainability because there are really clear advantages for you as a company if you move towards sustainability. Is, is there a deadline in your mind of when businesses should look to be sustainable? You know, is there legislation coming in in two years time, five years time? What's the kind of... Yeah, legislation is, of course, it's already ongoing. Yeah? It goes a bit too slow, uh, you could say, but for example, within the European Union with the Green Deal, there is, of course, a big push um, for example, we see America re-entering the Paris Agreement. Um, we see there are a lot of global changes, but if we look at the current legislation and policies, even the ones planned and even the ones implemented, um, we are far from reaching what we should uh, be reaching on, for example, behalf of climate change. So there, def there is definitely a need to go further and to act faster. So I would say the, the time is rather yesterday than it is tomorrow. Um, however, of course, shifting your your company to a more sustainable or to more sustainability a more sustainable self let's say of your company it's not something you can do from from one day to the other you have to go a bit in steps and it definitely takes some time um, i would say to really shift to complete to really incorporate sustainability within the, the company culture and within the company structure it's a time frame of of a couple of years eh? Def you're definitely looking at, at five years or more of course, depends on the size of the company and the agility of the managing management team. Um, but so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a longer trajectory, but you better start today uh, than tomorrow. 
Do you have any specific examples of um, specific specific areas of business that maybe have more defined timelines? Like uh, I've I've heard maybe uh, with vehicles, there's a twenty twenty five. There's going to be increased taxes on uh, specific uh, oh, sorry combustible fuel engines. Yeah, it of course depends on um, on company legislation. Um, for example, Europe Europe sets a certain um, target on emission reduction, but then it's up to the countries to actually put that into practices in their own legislation. For example, here in Belgium, indeed, uh, in Brussels, we have a bit the same. Um, no more company cars in by twenty twenty five, which are not um, uh, with combustion engines. Uh, let's say so. There are clear. Um, clear targets uh, for specific sectors, definitely. However, it, it depends a lot on, on local legislation on what it then exactly means for you as a, as a company within your sector. Of course, also larger industry, which falls under the European trading system for emissions. Um, those are also affected much quicker on, for example, um, carbon emission rights they have to purchase, uh, whilst smaller companies, it's more still on a um, voluntary uh, level. However, still don't wait until it's it's legislation, until you have to comply. Really anticipate it, anticipate those risks because they will happen and already shift now, then it will give it will only give you advantages as in you can differentiate from your um, competitors and you can anticipate those risks and, and uh, yeah, create value in the longer run, let's say. It sounds to me like a real opportunity for a lot of people with um, expertise on how to improve processes, make efficiencies, um, and, and find actually that what they're doing is there's a, there's this additional benefit that helps the world. Um, and so that probably is the first thing they should talk to their clients about really is, okay, I can help you with your, your CO2 emissions, but also by doing that, we can, we can provide you with extra cash flow, uh, more efficient process whatever it may be so that's yeah it's quite yeah. interesting reducing risks um, identifying new opportunities yeah for sure so the, the threats are very clear i mean you can read the, the governmental panel on climate change the ipcc report um, i would advise you to read it because it faces you with reality but you will not sleep well um, the <laughs> night after because it's so um disastrous let's say on the other hand there are equally positive stories. I think about um, the, the the tremendous calculated possibility if we would go through the sustainability trajectory by 2030, we could save 226 trillion dollars. I think was calculated by the Global Commission if we if we move to to uh, sustainability. So there is a huge opportunity also on on economic aspects. So there is a huge threat. Okay, we know this, we have assessed this with all of us, let's say globally, we know we're a bit at risk, but we have equally seen that there is a huge opportunity, both economically, a lot of money can be saved by creating new jobs, by uh, reducing our costs for healthcare, for example, if we have less um, particulate matter in the air, we will have less uh, lung diseases, for example, and things like that. Uh, so there are a lot of opportunities, uh, jobs created, um, cheaper healthcare, um, things like that. And if we do so, then we also, we can keep the Great Barrier Reef. We will keep our glaciers um, and we, we will be able to still go and ski in, in the Alps, let's say. So there are real benefits to be gained. 
and we can avoid uh, disaster. So there really is no reason why not to move forward on a sustainability trajectory. And I truly believe that in, in years from now, when we, when we have made the shift, we will look back and think, why on earth did we ever hesitate on doing this? And what kept us from doing this? And I think we will have a hard time understanding our previous selves, why we did not take this opportunity. And definitely on, in the short term, we see this already. There's a lot of opportunity on, on guiding companies, big and small, on this trajectory. And as you assessed correctly, it's, it's not only high, but it's equally to each and every um, part within the company, whether it's cost saving, whether it's energy saving, whether it's HR, whether it's on each of these levels, there are gains to be made. Um, if you just take some time, think about, okay, what does sustainability mean for us? Where do we want to get? And now let's start doing it. Yeah, I guess with with most businesses, it's a, around the commercials, right? That's probably the reason why they think it's not. And this is going back to what you said at the beginning. It's it's not something that's worth doing right now because of the, the impact it maybe has on their, their business and their sales. But actually, if they were to be educated in the right way and look at it as a, a long-term plan for their business, actually, it's going to be really um, beneficial in all areas. Be becoming more efficient is, is just that. It's just educating people, I guess, on that. So, now, It's actually funny for businesses how few businesses look at sustainability from a business perspective. Yeah. So a lot of business look at it as a cost, as a burn, as compliance whilst there are a lot of uh, of examples of companies who actually saw the opportunity and acted on it and saw the business opportunity because in the end it's about that we, we, we said this before is sustainable business is a business who looks forward and who wants to ensure that it still can do business within 10 years within 50 years and and even past that so um yeah it's, cool. it's really about but it's about change as well. And that's also what makes it difficult. And it's about knowledge and about change. So properly educating people, properly pinpointing them to the right direction and showing them what actually can be done. And um, for example, what costs can be saved and so forth. That's a first step. And then taking the change step by step. Um, because we know people are a bit averse to change and it's the same for companies because companies are people in the end. So that is my interview with Steph from Future Proofed Cities. Um, Mike, from that conversation, I, I got quite a lot of insight into what sustainability actually is. I found it really interesting. And the thing that kept coming back in my mind is that sustainability is actually just another word or another way of saying efficiency. Um, obviously there's a few more things tied into it but if you approached a company and said to them would you like to be more efficient I'm pretty sure they'd all go sure yeah show, show me how but as soon as they hear that word sustainability all of a sudden there comes this this feeling of fear that this is going to cost me money this is not going to benefit my business um, it's probably going to take too much time to actually change my business in some way so what, what were your thoughts around that I, I i completely agree and i think one of the the sort of challenges we have is is helping people to really understand what that word means uh, and to kind of get over those uh, preconceptions that they have because i think you're absolutely right that people hear sustainability and immediately think this is going to cost me money or this is going to take time and i've got other priorities that you know that are much more important right now um 
when in fact, actually, you know, this, this shouldn't be seen as, as, as a burden, as an expensive, um, you know, topic to do just for the sake of doing it. It's, it's an opportunity. Um, and as, you know, Steph mentioned uh, in, in your interview that it, it, there will come a time where people are looking back on this and thinking, why on earth didn't we do this sooner? Or why on earth did we put this off for so long? Why did we ever think that this was going to be bad? You know, it, it, it's just mind blowing that it's it's such an opportunity to uh, optimize everything, uh, and not just you know one particular part. It's it's almost every layer of your business has got this opportunity where uh, you can optimize it, make it more efficient, as you say, um, and you know find ways to improve processes and save money. You know, it's obviously a, a balancing act between the two. Um, but ultimately, the goal is going to be better for the company um, and not just in terms of the day to day running side of things, but also from a, a, a brand perspective. You know, I thought that was really interesting, that bit, actually, the, the, the brand side of things, yeah. because it's oh, I mean, it's been happening for years. Corporate responsibility is a, a section on a, a tender document that every supplier needs to, to complete and mm-hmm. um, because businesses especially the larger corporates out there or the, the well-known brands they only want to be working with businesses that are, are seen to be uh, sustainable or running with low co2 emissions mm-hmm. um, so that that part is actually really important and certainly from a, a, a customer perspective it, it is you know it's the, the research shows you out there that increasingly it is becoming more of a pivotal issue for people when considering which companies they want to work with who they want to buy from you know that 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 brand recognition that brand authority almost um the sustainability element of that is becoming increasingly uh, relevant uh, and important amongst um you know people making those types of decisions so it's it's not just the kind of the, the day-to-day benefits that you get from it it's also for the for the, the benefit of the brand as a whole as well yes yeah, so it's it's the big reason behind why BP changed their logo, actually, um, to, to make it look like they're a more of a sustainable organisation, mm. making sure that green element is there as well as the, the flower around it as well. It makes people feel like they're, they're um, a more eco-friendly business. Perhaps they're not really, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're putting that perception out there because it's that important. And you, you'll mm. see that across other brands as well, which mm-hmm. is is really interesting to see. For consultants, what what are the challenges? Where do you think the opportunities are for them in terms of sustainability when you know sort of talking to their uh, prospects well i think wherever there's risk there's opportunity right and as steph was saying uh, as you mentioned as well it goes throughout the whole of the business so um with that challenge in the in the, in the, the leaders or decision makers mind on and how to do this um, they haven't got the time to do it. It's going to cost too much. And they don't know how to do it. It's the, the other core thing as well, really. That's where I think consultants can step in, especially the ones that have relevant expertise within a specific category or area of business. Um, and they've also got the time to do it as well. And that's the real opportunity for consultants. So let's now go over to Arne for his insights on why sustainability is so important right now. Hi, and welcome to Arn's Top Tips. Today, we're going to be talking about um, sustainability and why it's important to you as a consultant. Now, my number one observation when it comes to sustainability, I don't think I have to tell you that it is important. It's a thing that's out there that's really, you know, kind of dominating the media and it's dominating a lot of business discussions also. So it's not the question, 
Is it important? But the question is, is it important to you? And how do you respond to that? I think it's very important as a consultant because what's happening in our industry is what we would call greenwashing. So I think most of most consultants have kind of adopted an attitude where they say, yeah, we care about the environment and we care about all of those social uh, things. So we're going to take that into account without having any clear strategy around it. So I think that's the worst thing that you can do is to be seen as, you know, greenwashing uh, your offering and just, you know, you know, talking about it, but not really being committed to anything. Um, so what that means to me is my, my second tip is, you know, you, you need to start really thinking about it and, and defining the aspects of your consultancy offer uh, that will actually re re resonate with the client's need for sustainability. So you need to start understanding ESG, environmental social governance, and what that means for your client. It will be very different if your client is a small and you know family-run business versus a stock-listed company. So if you're dealing with a corporate organization that has certain ESG standards to live up to, it's actually very clearly defined, and you can always go back and refer to those ESG standards that they'll be adhering to. Whereas for smaller, medium-sized clients, it's actually first really important to ask the question what it means to the client because there is no clear definition what sustainable is in the client's mind and you need to understand what's important to them. And I think that is when, you know, thirdly, once you understand the client's view on this, you can turn it into an opportunity. You know, I've been talking to a... Um, a consultant uh, recently, a freelance person that is actually, you know, has gone into classic accountancy and, you know, services, uh, you know, CPA. And, uh, and he was really good at turning this into an opportunity where he said, I'm going to start offering CO2 accounting to my clients. Now, I'm not familiar 100% with how, how, that, how you put CO2 emissions on a balance sheet, but there's obviously a CO2 price now, and, and, and it's becoming more of an issue. So uh, those CO2 credits that, that clients need uh, to offset uh, against their CO2 emissions, I think is what, what he's actually been referring to. And most clients don't have any idea around this or don't have somebody helping them. Uh, so I think it's it's really the opportunity for all of us to innovate our services and stand out. Now with expense reduction analysts, we've we've done this. We've actually undergone this exercise to first of all become carbon negative as an organization ourselves. So measuring our carbon footprint, you know, then actually saying, okay, how much CO two emissions do we need to actually become a negative uh, company? Um, and then we've looked at all of our different offerings across the multitude of of cost areas that we. Uh, get involved with in our clients and looked at how, for example, you know, what's the impact of our, say, waste management uh, products? What's the impact of our overseas fleet products? You know, if we do certain cost emission exercises for our clients and reduce, you reduce the spend accordingly. What, how does it actually translate? That's quite a, a lengthy exercise. Um, but I can tell you that it has put such a, a wonderful new, um, I guess, added value to our conversations with the client that I think we now win business with clients who were not interested in our services previously, but now see it from a completely different perspective and sign up with expense reduction because actually of some of the green aspects uh, and sustainability. So go and try it out and just, you know, keep innovating. Don't greenwash, come on, don't greenwash, but actually go the extra mile and form a real opinion around it and, and, and integrate it firmly into your offering.
Excellent. Thanks, Arndt, for those top tips. Hopefully you got something out of that. And if you did, don't forget to hit the subscribe button to get access to exclusive content and updates on when the next episodes are out. This podcast was brought to you by Expense Reduction Analysts, a network of over 700 expert consultants delivering cost optimization solutions to clients in more than 40 countries. You can find out more about us and how you can join our team by visiting en.expensereduction.com. That's en.expensereduction.com, providing you with value through insight.